Get ready to feel the heat as New Frontier returns for another live television taping with the biggest event of the summer, Immortality 2. Saturday night, July 22nd at the Jack Berger Sports Complex in Port Hope. Brace yourself for nine epic battles, including New Frontier Grand Champion Cranio X putting the title on the line against both Rip Impact and Tyler Hill in a three-way elimination. Plus, PD Skills and Tyler Arrow finally square off in a last-man-standing match. Don't wait. Get your tickets at immortality2.eventbrite.com. This is New Frontier Pro Wrestling Redefined. Hey, guys. What's going on? It's your host, your boy, George McKay, back here in the Straight Talk Studios to talk all things New Frontier Pro. And thank God. Thank God Almighty himself, the bastard son of Oshawa is nowhere in sight. I don't have to worry about inbreeding at its finest. Adam Hayes is not here. May the best part of him have dribbled on the side of the motel mattress. Anyways, I have someone who fills in constantly for New Frontier and helps us out whenever the matchmaker deems him so and slides funds into his DMs. That is the one, the only, Uncle Bobby B. Ahoy, hoy, and uh, Jesus, poor Hayes. Like, did you give it to him this poor bad when Hayes. he's here, too? Like, absolutely. I say everything to his face. I'm honest. I'm absolutely honest. Anyways, we're going to run through the match card that we feel will be the match card for Immortality 2. That is July 22nd in Port Hope, Ontario. It's going to be a stacked card. It's going to be a packed card, and it's going to be one hell of a fight because, as you know, New Frontier is wrestling redefined. Now, First thing we're going to say is Clay Wilson. That's right. The Queen's favorite son will address the crowd. Yeah, that's what he's deemed himself as, the Queen's favorite son. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Moving along. The man who's from Niagara Falls and rocks a Quebec accent, and he's not even from Quebec. We know this. Yeah. All right. So We who, know it. Who's he, who's he wrestling? Well, he's not wrestling anyone. He's going to address the crowd over recent things that have taken place at New Frontier most importantly the pretty much end of the collective mm. now what do you feel um where do you think clay wilson's gonna stand on this is he gonna come out angry fr- focused ready to go or do you think the matchmaker's just giving him time to eventually sabotage him as a matchmaker loves to do i think somebody clay's gonna start talking somebody's gonna come out and kick his ass fair assessment will that person be from ontario yeah it might be one of his former collective pals oh fair enough okay fair enough so that's that's it that's the that's your that's, understanding that's that's clay's gonna come out and talk about something the crowd's gonna boo um he's gonna he's gonna be like oh like like you know usual clay and then somebody's gonna jump up from behind and kick his ass Sounds that's like my fair, assessment very good assessment now we have had some changes to the match card due to scheduling conflicts and such so you know I mean, there's not much we can say or do about that. It happens in pro wrestling. But the matchmakers put together one hell of a card. Now, originally, the card that was supposed to take place was the hot stepper of Gray Martin was going to go one-on-one without Diablo, Gabriel Fuerza. But unfortunately, Gabriel Fuerza will be on a BC tour. That's British Columbia. It'll be the other side, the west coast side of Canada. So unfortunately, he will not be able to take place. But how about this fatal four-way dance? That's right. You've got one half of airstrike. And Tyler Arrow's best friend and tag team partner, Mike Forte, taking on the hot stepper, McCray Martin, taking on the returning Matt Burns, and making his new Frontier debut, the always dangerous, the always calculating, the always not-so-fan favorite, the golden gun, Mark Wheeler. Now, when you look at these four combatants coming into new Frontier, Forte has had a taste Burns had a taste at the last event, 
both Wheeler and McCray are making their new frontier debuts. When you look at this fatal four way, what do you think? Uh, I think just looking at this and, and knowing what I know about these guys, uh, Mark Wheeler is going to impress the crowd and he's going to be coming out on top in this match. He's got the intelligence, the speed, the power. He's been around a few years now and I think he's going to outsmart and outwork these other three combatants and we'll be seeing Mark Wheeler at the end of this match with his hand up. It's so refreshing to have you here. Hayes and I always disagree, but today, right now, in this moment in time, Uncle Bobby B and I are on the same wavelength. That's right, the Golden Gun, Mark Wheeler. I also am picking him for the win because Rob said it all. Bobby said it all. Literally calculating. His ring IQ is phenomenal. His speed, his strength. He's dangerous on all fronts. They don't call the guy the Golden Gun for anything else, but when he shoots, one shot, one kill. That's Mark Wheeler, straight goods, and he is going to put these other three men down in probably a very timely fashion, I might say. Wouldn't surprise me. Absolutely wouldn't surprise me either. Moving on. We got the doors to settle the score. Not really. But we got Mark Shaw take it on Josh Vandercruz. This led from a doors to settle the score match, which also led from, you know, Mark Shaw turning on Josh Vandercruz. Now, I don't know why. No one knows the reasons why as to Mark Shaw does the things he does. But the fact is... Mark Shaw, halfway through his tag run with Vandercruz, did not like Vandercruz anymore and turned on him rather quickly. Shaw's been angry. He's been aggressive, but he's also been running like a little bit of a scared chicken. Hmm. And this is a chance for Vandercruz to get his hands one-on-one on Shaw. I'm going to go first in this one, if that's okay. By all means. The fact that I say is that Vandercruz has been on a crusade, a crusade for justice, is to find out why Mark Shaw did what he did a few events ago. A new frontier. And the matchmaker has finally put these two one-on-one. There was no one else in the ring. There was no other distractions. This is just two men going in. This will not be a wrestling match. This will not be technical. This will not be a submission-based match. This will be a dogfight. And I believe Josh Vandercruz has had enough of Mark Shaw's bullshit. And he's going to put Mark Shaw down. I'm saying Josh Vandercruz for the win in this one. Just based on the fact that when a Hornet's backed into a corner, they stick. And I believe that Josh Vandercruz has been backed into a corner enough times by Mark Shaw that he's going to come out swinging. So I'm giving this one to Vandercruz. Rob, what do you got? You know, Mark Shaw's been around a long time. And when you're around that long, you you gain a certain level of of ring intelligence. And Mm -hmm. I think that Mark is going to use Josh's anger against him. And Mm. he is going to... So you think the emotions are going to get the best of him? Yeah, I think that's going to allow uh, grinder Mark Shaw to you know capitalize on a, a momentary lapse in concentration from josh vandercruz so i'm gonna have to go with mark shaw on this one wow i mean i'm not saying a wow in a surprising fashion but just the fact that i feel your picks are quite intelligent today again it's so refreshing someone here with an iq over 40 it's amazing i hate you hayes i'm sorry hayes. i hate I no. why are you apologizing he's such a jerk besides we're gonna see his face in one of the match graphics a little bit later on in the prediction show and that's going to make me want to throw up a little bit. I mean, uh, he's aside from wearing like the obnoxious blazers and stuff, he's never really done anything to me. Like it's crimes against fashion, surely, but not nothing personal. He looks like a, he looks like a pack of Skittles threw up all over, and also that he had a one night stand with Barney and then skinned him. Yeah, absolutely. Moving on, 
We got tag team action here. That is right. Oh my God. We got two thirds of Empire. Crystal Moon. JT Kirk. I said it right. Can't say nothing. I said it right. JT. They are taking on the Bay City Choir Boys. Man, oh man. A lot of fights happening. These are not wrestling matches you're going to see. These are just all out brawls. But I think Crystal Moon might have bit off a little bit more than she could chew. She's great. She's a fantastic talent. And I mean, you got JT in there for the muscle if things get heavy. But JT's going to have to do a lot of heavy lifting in this one. Crystal's got the speed and the agility. I'll, I will give her that in this one. But I feel like the Bay City Choir Boys, they love to fight. And they, they're they more like Seamus's bastard children because they just want to show up. Or sorry, Fit Finley. They just want to show up for a fight. They love to fight. And I don't think they care who's across from. They just want to run through them. Uh, I've seen these guys work in Ottawa. I've seen them work down here. Uh, they are very good. I really Didn't you also see them at an IWS show in Quebec? Uh, I'm not sure if they were at that IWS show. I don't recall. It's entirely possible. But they're great. They're a couple of, of powerhouse workers. They got some good speed and ring intelligence among them. Uh, very familiar, obviously, with, with Empire, of course. Uh, so well, you we, then you know that Empire never travels alone. Matt Grant has a match a little bit later on the card as well. Do you think Matt Grant will come out and be a factor in this match and maybe help Empire steal a win over the base in Matt, Matt might be in the back drinking a Red Bull. I, I don't know. But, I, I mean, Empire doesn't – if you've got the numbers, use them. So wouldn't surprise me if Matt weasels his way out there and, and uh, you know, interferes in the match. But I'd probably have to have to go with the uh, the visiting uh, Les Causes des Enfants on this one. Bay City Choir Boys. I like it. Well, you and I are in the same wavelength. I'm also going to pick the Bay City Choir Boys because even though I feel that Empire has the numbers, I still feel like the Bay City Choir Boys can handle the business even with the addition of 120 pounds. Absolutely. And it's great. You know, obviously they're they're Quebec-based. It's great to see them uh, down here more frequently. So mm -hmm. looking forward to this one. Yeah. Matchmaker knows how to put, definitely put some great matches together for sure. Moving on in the card. Oh, baby. Tag team action. We got Team Green. That Kyle. Green Phantom going up against Warhead and partner TBA. That's to be announced. We're going to find that out probably a little bit later on before the event. I'm not sure who the partner is, but you know Warhead is going to come back. This is a four-way tag? It's a four-way tag. Ooh, that's right. It's a four-way tag. I believe it's actually a cane fight, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's a Singapore... Oh, thing. Singapore cane fight. Yeah, Singapore cane fight. So that'll be good. And then you've got Hardcore Romance. That's right. Matt Cash and his my better half. Hardcore Romance. My Hardcore Romance. My apologies. My Hardcore Romance. Matt Cash and his better half, Jesse Mack. And you've also got For the Glory. Now, this is interesting because you got Team Green. Used to be, you know, adversaries at one point. That Kyle did get put through a door by the Green Phantom. But they've united over their love for the color green. And their love for Monster Energy drinks. And why wouldn't you? They're great. They're fantastic. Way better than Red Bulls. That's right, Grant. I said it. I don't feel bad about it either. Then you've got Warhead, who's, like you said, been around, bring intelligence, and also knows how to take an absurd amount of punishment. Don't know who he's going to bring to the fight, but you know whoever he's going to bring to the fight is going to be a hardcore vet like himself. Then you've got the father-son team of For the Glory. Oh, XS and XS Jr. That's right. Now, when you look at For the Glory, SX Jr. just wants to go in there, have fun, entertain the crowd. Essex Sr., if you will, doesn't seem to like a lot of the stuff that his son does in the ring. He just wants it to be a technical fight. He wants to get the pin and he wants to get out of there. Whereas Essex Jr., he likes a little bit of flash. He likes to show. He likes to fly when he gets the opportunity. So the fact that Essex can never seem to control his emotions and spends more time bombarding his son with a whole lot of shenanigans, I'm going to count for the glory out. And then you've got my hardcore romance who have literally been killing it since they united in New Frontier. 
They have literally gone to war numerous times and end up soaked in someone else's blood, making out in the center of the ring. Based on that alone, I'm going to give the edge here, and Matt Cash is going to fall off his chair when he sees this because I've never picked him before, but I am giving the edge to my hardcore romance. That's right. I feel that the love over blood and violence gives these two the upper hand. Okay. Well, it's it's, it's hard to make a pick not knowing who Warhead's partner is going to be that's a wild card well why don't you th- maybe throw out a guesstimation who you I, think may be joining warhead I, I i couldn't even begin to speculate i don't know warhead enough to know who his allies and enemies are i, I couldn't even get it could be anybody mm, it could enough. be anybody okay, but okay. i i actually uh looking at this I, i'm actually gonna go with for the glory here you're gonna go with essex and, essex. I, I, and again I'm, gonna... I'm not a surprise factor just you you heard everything i said I, right i i, I did but uh, I think that despite that, I think it might be Excess uh, Jr., his flash and his style, that might, despite his father's objections, be the cutting edge that gets him the win in this match. I love it. I absolutely adore it. And I, I think uh, I adore it. Like, I'm in love with this guy. I, I think your pick is not too far off. We've got a bromance. It's true. It, it happens. It does happen. We've got a bromance. But, uh, okay, you're going before the glory. I'm going with my hardcore romance. No one picked Team Green. Sorry that, Kyle. You've been on a terror lady, but no one picked Team Green. And Warhead, we really don't know who you're bringing. So therefore, how can we make a fair enough guesstimation? It's true. It's factual. I believe. I, you're right, Rob. You're absolutely right. 100%. I'm always right. When I'm wrong, I'm right. Oh. Moving on. How about this? PD skills, Tyler Arrow. You want to talk about bad blood? This has got the makings of all of it. And yes, a... He's, it's a paint roller. It's okay. a paint roller with spikes. That's a spiked PD. We got to talk. What? That what? is his go-to weapon. Now, PD skills is no stranger to fighting, no stranger to violence, and no stranger to doing what he does best, which is just doing anything he can to get okay. the win. Can I interrupt you for a second? Sure. The The graphic was throwing me off for a second. When I was looking up at these guys, I was like, wow, are they both rocking Dusty Rhodes polka dots like on their gear as a tribute? That is awesome. And then I realized, oh, no, that's just the, the sparkly it's a, graphic. Threw me off for a second. But you know what, Petey? You should – the polka dots, man, it actually kind of – it's do green dots. But as as we were saying, uh, you know, we got one half of Airstrike here, Tyler Arrow. But Tyler Arrow has been developing quite the singles run in New Frontier. The matchmaker likes to not so much separate teams, but likes to give teams a chance to have singles runs. When given the opportunity, the matchmaker thinks outside the box in a lot of ways. That's why New Frontier is wrestling redefined. And PD Skills and Tyler Arrow were kind of a makeshift team thrown together. They had a great run. And then PD was found out that PD was the one that injured Mike Forte months ago. And took his spot only to turn his back on Tyler Arrow. Now, at the last event, we had the doors that settled the score, which was Team Arrow versus Team PD Skills. And Team Skills didn't come out on top. No, Team Arrow came out on top. Stood tall in the ring. And PD got on the mic and said, you know what, Arrow? This has to end. You and me, last man standing. And here we are. Last man standing. That's right. Simply put, the last man standing wins this fight. And this will be a hardcore fight. And Arrow, he's got speed, he's got agility, he knows how to fly, also knows how to get hardcore when he needs to. PD's built his career off of being hardcore. So, Rob, I'm going to kick this one to you, man. When you look at this fight, these two combatants, 
Where do you lean? This is a really tough call because both of these guys have a lot of tenacity. <clears throat> they can take a lot of punishment. They don't like to lose. They don't like to give up. I've seen them both with blood streaming down their faces multiple times. Really, really hard to call. But in a situation like this, I look at somebody like PD Skills who's willing to do whatever it takes, even if it means bending the rules to get it done. And that could be the edge. Despite Tyler Arrow having, you know, the that degree of vengeance that he's coming for, of retribution. I, I think PD, just his his years of experience and willingness to bend the rules or break the rules, even in a hardcore match, I, I, I feel like it's it's PD on this one. You and I are gonna disagree. All right, that's okay. And I only say that because Arrow is out for justice and not so much like Vander Cruz where we feel his emotions may get the best of him. Arrow is calculating. Arrow has been waiting patiently to get his hands on skills in a way that can even the playing field. Now, like you mentioned, PD will bend the rules, but in the last man standing, there really is no rules. The only rule is you've got to put your opponent down for a count of 10. Maybe not so much bending the rules, but in terms of, you know, having that knowing ace when, up the sleeve and yeah yeah knowing when to maybe play possum when to when to come back like he's just gonna he's gonna mess with tyler's head a bit more I, that, that's, that, probably, that, that's a fair assessment it. and I, I would agree with that in normal circumstances but i feel like uh arrow wants to put this one to bed and the only way to put this to bed is to put pd skills down for a count of 10 so i'm picking tyler arrow for the win on this one and the last man standing which you know i am looking so forward to call the play-by-play with kevin the intern and that other idiot that we have on the commentary team. Moving on. Oh, here we go. Matt Grant, Jesse Amato, the other third of Empire, who you may see earlier on the show with that tag match getting involved, like Rob said, weasel his way in. We'll be going one-on-one -on -one with Jesse Amato, locked in a steel cage. That's right. These two are going to lock themselves inside a place that birthed Jesse Amato. A place that the bloodstained hurricane calls home on a regular basis. No, a steel cage. Oh, Jesse Amato was born in fire and brimstone. Oh, I was trying to get dramatic with it, and he just fucked it all up. But anyways, Jesse Amato is no stranger to a cage match. Matt Grant, I'm not sure how many cage matches he's had, but he's no stranger to the rules of New Frontier and how things go at New Frontier. Weapons are encouraged. Underhanded tactics are tolerated. No stabbing weapons, though. We do, you know, we do try to keep things as safe as we possibly can. But Jesse Amato is going to come out and have a point to prove in this one. And I feel like Amato's been on a little bit of a losing streak solo-wise. Mm. Hasn't really found the edge to, you know, get victorious in the last couple times other than in team-based styles. So regardless of the fact, I do believe, and this may surprise a lot of people, I'm going to give Grant, I'm going to give Grant this one. And the reason why I say that is because Grant is such a weasel He's such a snake. You know, he's calculated 50,000 different ways that he can get Empire involved in this. And it's going to end up with Jesse Amato being handcuffed to the cage and Matt Grant just beating him senseless with a chair. I mean, I, that that's the way I see this ending. Matt, as like you said, he knows how to, uh, he's intelligent. He knows how to get Empire involved. But I've also seen Matty take a lot of punishment. Uh, and he's willing to put his body on the line to win a match. Uh, so it, it wouldn't surprise me to see to see Maddie come out on top here, Mister uh, Connoisseur of Red Bull. The uh, monsters better. Yeah, the, the the Patreon of 
promos or paragon of promos that's it the paragon oh, he's of gonna promos. fucking eat you alive for that uh, you fucked it all up uh the the standard the standard matthew grant well the weasel matthew grant he's gonna he's gonna show you all the standard i think i think he might have jesse on this one and, and don't get me wrong i've seen jesse also take tremendous amount of punishment uh but but matt is got that edge of he's got that edge of empire with him and that could be even in a steel cage they can still get involved like you said could end up with jesse handcuffed to the to the cage you don't know empire makes it a wild card so i'm going with matt on this one yeah because they never travel alone no they always travel together and they're always at the venue whether you may not see them trust me perk and moon they're always there like aaron could get involved you don't know nobody would suspect aaron i aaron's such a sweetheart I don't That's... see her doing that. I mean, I, I think she's much like Adam Hayes' wife. I feel like she's got Stockholm Syndrome. She just accepted Grant. But you know what I mean? Like, I, hi, Aaron. You're a sweetheart. I love you. You're great. You're a great person. You're Anyways, person. we both, yeah, you are the best. You're absolutely the best. I don't know why. I don't know why, Aaron. But that's, listen, your journey, your life. I'm not going to say anything else. Your journey, your life. But regardless of the fact, we both agree that Matt Grant, probably with the help of Empire, is going to get the one up on Jesse Amato in this one. Moving on. How about this? Vaughn Vertigo taking on. I got to look at him because this is a legend. This is incredible. Kerry Morton for the NWA Junior Heavyweight Championship. Oh, would that be the son of Ricky Morton? That would be the son of Ricky Okay. Awesome. That's dad right there in his prime. 100% dad right there in his prime. I mean, the hair is a little. Well, Kerry Morton's got better hair. Ricky, Ricky, I mean, the mullet is, is very passe. But Ricky still rocks it. Hey, and you know what? We've seen Vaughn Vertigo. He's been, uh, he's toured the world a bit. Um, gone out and, and, and gotten a lot of experience. He's really thriving as a singles wrestler right now when him and Gabriel Fuerza are not teaming. Uh, but uh, Kerry Morton, I mean, he's been working on the NWA, working a lot. He's He's getting a lot of experience in his own right. Obviously, Vaughn has the years on him. Uh, but you know, Carrie having a, a father being who he is, he's probably been getting tutored in wrestling his whole life. So this this is a tough one to call. Uh not for me. I can make my decision. Is the title on the line here? The title is on the line. This is for the NWA junior heavyweight championship. That's what this is for. This is for literally Von Vertigo could become an NWA junior heavyweight champion. It's entirely possible. It is entirely possible, but unfortunately. I'm going to give you the edge, Kerry Morton, man. I love the NWA product. I do watch it as faithfully as I possibly can. And every time I see Kerry, the guy impresses the crap out of me. I mean, I had to turn around and just soak in the legacy that is behind me here. So fact of the matter remains, I'm picking Kerry Morton to retain. Vaughn, I love you. The V guy, you're awesome. But I'm sorry. Kerry Morton to retain and still be the NWA junior heavyweight champion of the world. What do you got? I'll concur. You'll concur? I concur. You concur. It's, but you know what? Never say never. Stranger things have happened. Von Vertigo does have the skill and the ability to dethrone the champ, but I just don't see it on July 22nd in Port Hope. Don't forget, tickets are selling fast, guys. All the itinerary is on behind us and the graphics, so you can get everything there. Plus, we do have everything listed at the video that you saw at the beginning of the, of the prediction show and the video you'll see again at the end. Front row, sold out. Second row, sold out. Third, fourth, and fifth selling quickly and then at that point look at a standing room only but it's going to be a packed house you're going to want to get your tickets port hope get ready because wrestling redefined is heading your way and it's going to be epic moving on 
Well, can I just put my hand over that buffoon there? All right. Anyways, we have the Mark Ass Buster Challenge. Now, this one is, is different. This one is a little bit of a tall task for Tarek, who is undefeated right now. And even though he's going to have the buffoon behind him. So did you see when the buffoon got slapped at the last show by former ICW champion Leighton Buzzard? I did. Yeah. I, I, it was Christmas for me to see. And you know what's great? Is, you know what's funny is that Hayes, because he's from Austria, has no teeth. His dentures flew out. What? I didn't see his dentures fly out. Dentures flew out. Right, he's a crack baby. Anyways, so the fact is, I feel like Hayes will take a back seat in this one. But how about this? The former enforcer of the matchmaker, John Greed, getting a chance to step in the ring and take on Tarek in the Mark Ass Buster Challenge. Now, this is odd because, again, I say it's odd because John Greed actually called a few of the Mark Ass Buster Challenges with me when he was the enforcer. Mm -hmm. And he said how dangerous Tarek is. But I feel like that was a play. I feel like John Greed was studying, was calculating, was getting ready for this moment. And in Immortality 2, he gets a chance to dethrone the only undefeated man in New Frontier. Only undefeated man. And Tarek has done it pretty much mostly on his own. Two of them, idiot boy, helped him out. But regardless of the fact, Tarek is no joke. Punch, kick, chop. This installment of the Mark Ass Buster Challenge is going to be wild, to say the least. Well, I mean, John Greed tends to not really roll by himself either. So don't be surprised if he's maybe got one or two friends waiting in the wings. But it's like Tarek's just been on an absolute tear as of late. Uh, he's got the momentum going. Even though John Greed kind of knows him really well, having been, you know, the enforcer, I, I got to give the edge to Tarek on this one. Plus having, you know, Hayes out there is, is another... Why are you rolling your eyes? You just said Hayes does nothing. Okay, well, the, those sparkly blazers are kind of a, you know, distraction. It's because you feel sorry for him. That's why you look at him. I feel sorry for his tailor, but... I've stated it numerous times. I feel sorry for his wife. I don't know his wife. She's a sweetheart. I bet she is. She is. And I've told her numerous times, all you got to do is just let us know. Blink three times. We will send the cops. We will. But she... She doesn't. She never does. What? I don't know why you're getting... So, if you've ever watched a New Frontier prediction show, this is standard banter for me and the buffoon. I, I, I know it is. I know it is. It's just, he's not here. So, it's like... It's not like I've never said any of it to his face, and I will continue to. I, I, I'm aware. I just feel guilty kicking, like... You, you know, feel guilty for laughing, is what a, you know I'm a saying. A dog while it's down, and it's not here to defend I wouldn't call itself. him so much a dog. I would call him one of the... um. One of the pigs from Hannibal. <laughs> All right. So you're picking Tarek. I as well will pick Tarek. But I will pick Tarek to do it all on his own with absolutely no help from Oshawa's bastard child, Adam Hayes. That's it. Plain simple. The Mark Buster Challenge will remain undefeated. Tarek will remain undefeated without any help from Barney's abortion. That's it. Straight up. Straight up. All right. How about this for your main event? Rip Impact, Tyler Hill, Cranio X with the ever-dangerous Pretty Ricky and his wild eyes and psychotic <laughs> tendencies. Cranio X puts his grand championship on the line against these two gentlemen as we never had a clear winner from the last event. 
That's right. There was never crowned a number one contender. So the matchmaker did what he does best, put all three of these men together in a triple threat. So they're going one on one on one for the grand championship. And man, oh man, I'm picking Rip Impact. Just based off his wrestling knowledge, his ever-changing attitude, the fact that he can literally go in there and he's like a chameleon, man. He can work, outwork any opponent. He's got a lot of heart. But then again, Tyler Hill's been on a tear lately ever since putting his hardcore career to bed, going one-on-one with Jesse Amato in that no-ring barbed wire death match. He's been on fire for his wrestling prowess and his skill level has gone up and he's got momentum. And you know what? Based off what I just said, I'm changing my mind. That's right. I'm going to give this one to Tyler Hill. I believe Tyler Hill will dethrone the beast, will slay Rip Impact once and for all, and we are going to have ourselves a new brand champion in Tyler Hill. What do you got, Bobby? I'm actually going to have to agree with you, George. Uh, Tyler Hill's been on a bit of a tear lately. Rip Impact's got a lot of experience and knowledge and, like you said, tenacity. Uh, but I think Tyler just really has something to prove here. And, and I think Ricky might even be uh, part of Cranial's downfall. I don't know how, but inadvertently, make Ricky may be responsible here for him losing the match. And I can see Ricky now just, you know, like you said, wild-eyed and his hair all frazzled and arms flailing, freaking you out. You know, if they remade Back to the Future, he could be, he could be Doc Brown. He could be Doc Brown. He could be Doc Brown. He absolutely could be. But like a perverted Doc Brown. Like he would come out of the uh, the um, the truck in the beginning in the mall sequence and he wouldn't have the hazmat suit on. He would just come out like a leopard thong. Yeah. Yeah. He would actually ruin the movie if they were to remake it with Ricky. You just ruined that movie for me now. Absolutely. Anyways, Tyler Hill. <laughs> Tyler Hill. I think it's his time. It's his time. Well, you know what? Immortality 1 was a fantastic event. It's our WrestleMania. It's New Frontiers WrestleMania. And Immortality 2 will definitely live up to all the hype that we were hyping up. Guys, don't forget, tickets are still on sale. They're flying out the doors. Port Hope, July 22nd. It's going to be incredible. Like I said, doors open up at 6. Bell at 7. You're not going to want to miss all this action. We're going to be crowning new champs. We're going to be having interpromotional titles on the line we're gonna be having blood guts glory thumbtacks paint rollers the whole nine yards a team made of all green red bull versus monster who's the true victor here in the energy drink world there's so much going on and it's going to be exclusively live in port hope and don't forget we can also catch the replay on the fight network that's right you don't want to miss everything that new frontier has to offer because it is wrestling redefined as always, I am your host, one-third of the commentary team of New Frontier, along with Kevin the Intern, and you know who else. And I'm here with the man who filled in for you know who else, Uncle Bobby B. Peace, love, and wrestling. We'll catch you guys in Port Hope, July 22nd. It's going to be a hot day in the summer. Peace, love, and wrestling. See you guys next week. Adios. Get ready to feel the heat as New Frontier returns for another live television taping with the biggest event of the summer, Immortality 2. Saturday night, July 22nd at the Jack Burger Sports Complex in Port Hope. Brace yourself for nine epic battles, including New Frontier Grand Champion Cranio X putting the title on the line against both Rip Impact and Tyler Hill in a three-way elimination. Plus, PD Skills and Tyler Arrow finally square off in a last-man-standing match. Don't wait. Get your tickets at immortality2.eventbrite.com. This is New Frontier Pro Wrestling Redefined.